Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. And I am, guess who, the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Hey, it is Friday, and it's after 12. It's 12.20. This is take three, actually, (coughs) which means that I went blathering on for 20 minutes. (coughs) Excuse me. And then I decided that uh, I didn't really like where I went with my conversation. So I start over. It's a lovely day here in Central Florida, which we'll get to later. I have some comments about Central Florida. But my most important and first topic today, I'm going to talk to you about, well, I need to talk about Restless Lakes because last night was actually a really good night and that doesn't happen very often. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Wanting to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time. Yeah. Okay. To Yay. Up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. Right. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? So, anyways, last night I had, first of all, I have been very stressed all week. And I've been very, uh, I don't know how to describe it, on the edge of depression, but not quite depressed. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of external circumstances that have been bothering me. But most of it is this non-organic depression that was caused by long-term use of drugs and medicines and so that's a caution out there to you if you're using drugs or medicines but restless legs medications particularly dopamine agonist medications after long-term use will mess up your nervous system and you'll end up with problems so anyways i'm recovering from that and last night after much dismay throughout the week and much stressful difficult sleeping because restless legs kept me up off and on throughout the week Last night, I have to report, and I know if you're you know, probably getting tired of this, but if you're listening to me, you might this might be the reason. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you anyway. So last night, I had a very unusually good um, restless legs night. And so here's what happened. I went to my dance class, which is uh, down here in Florida at the Spotlight Dance Center. You can look them up online. I don't have their information right now, but there are drop-in available dance classes that are a lot of fun and um i had a very nice pleasant class i actually did good last night i actually was able to keep up with the class remember the steps and um when i went home in the car i did have uh some slight restless leg syndrome but not enough to really make me crazy and then i got home and i have a blister on the bottom of my foot from walking the other night in the wrong flip-flops so i really didn't want to exacerbate that by walking around last night so i tried to keep myself occupied within my own space and i did manage you know the hardest part is after like one o'clock in the morning because like what else is there to do at home period and so um you know while standing up and so i managed to keep myself busy till about one o'clock or so and i laid down And according to my fitness device, which does monitor my sleep, according to my fitness device, I went to sleep at around 1.30. Yeah, 
I know, that's two hours before the usual time. And I remember a couple of times getting up and just like, okay, well, whatever, walk around, go to the bathroom, whatever, and then going back and laying down and not being, I don't have a memory last night of having restless legs. I just don't remember if I did or not. And I'm not going to try to remember it. I'm just going to go, wow, I don't remember it. And um, I went to sleep, and I do remember having dreams. Oh, and I want to just do a little side thing about dreams. My dreams, when I go to sleep, and when I have a good sleep and I dream, I go to a place in my dreams that is so real. It is as real while I'm in the dream as being awake is to being awake. The only difference is I don't feel when I'm awake and I try to remember the dream, I don't remember having any sense of control. Whereas while I'm awake, I have a definite memory of having senses of control. So that's really kind of a thing. But I just wanted to put it out there that dreams are not necessarily a bad thing. I really, really like it when I have very immersive dreams but especially when I wake up and I don't really feel haunted by the dream but just feel like refreshed by it so that's an aside but so this morning I woke up at about initially I remember getting up at six going but right back to bed again at about 9 30 went right back to bed woke up at 10 30 late in bed reading and just rolling around till 11 and then woke up and started my morning. So it's now 1225. I think I'm doing great today. And I just want to put it out there that given the history that I have and with the things I have been dealing with, with mental health, with depression, with, you know, the post-COVID, like aftermath of what's happened to the devastation of my relationships and given that, plus dealing with recovery from my foot surgery and my hernias and just really everything that I've been to up to this point and just learning how to just like start over and just deal with it. And um, I would say that right now, given what I'm going through, I would say that I'm definitely today is starting off okay. <laughs> and that's as committed as I can be. I was going to say something a little stronger and then I backed off of it. So today is starting off good. Uh, I had a little bit of anxiety this morning when I woke up. And what I did was I have a book. Hi, I'm Dave Fremland, host of the Dave Fremland Show on Podbean. Now you can listen to me on Spotify also. But please support my podcast by clicking the follow button on the Podbean or Spotify app. Thank you for listening and have a nice day. That a dear friend gave me. It's called Unmerited Favor. It's about Jesus and about how to like have a relationship with God. And, you know, I have a lot of, um, I've read many, 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 many books and been to many different religious types of services and experienced many spiritual um, adventures. And I have no problem 
with reading books that mention Jesus, mention God, mention whoever. Um, and I find any book, and especially books about God, uh, if I'm stressed out and I'm feeling like nervous about, today I woke up nervous about money for some reason. I'm still a little nervous about it. Um, if I remember that God is the source and that I am not the source and that my best efforts are still short of God, then I usually am able to back off, not be hard on myself. And usually it just, things tend to get better. So this morning I did have that anxiety and I remembered that a friend of mine gave me this book and it's sitting right there on the table. And I thought, I'm just going to pick it up and randomly read a chapter. And in that chapter, <clears throat> it talked about getting out of the way and letting God be the, be the source and it was just what I needed to hear because I just wanted to interfere. You know what I mean? Like God keeps telling me to be patient. God keeps telling me that things will work out, that I have to just, right now I have to experience the things that I have put off experiencing for a very long time. And I have to make breaks and change bonds and change my social contracts with people <coughs> in a way that I have never done before and that I'm going to be experiencing a lot of emotions and a lot of upheaval and God has told me very clearly that I am to just step out of the way be patient do my best you know follow the signs in front of me and you know the good signs not the devil signs and I'm very aware you know it's like Moses at the burning bush I know exactly who's burning my bush and um is no question for me and when i have paid attention to those that's the message you know it comes through ever however it comes and that's how it came today was through that book and so and that came last night when i was talking to my friend and um so that i just wanted to put that out there that you know being in a relationship with god it does help you know i don't know how it's not up to me to know how but if you're a person who's dealing with any kind of mental health, any kind of physical problems, upheaval in your life, if you're like stressing out, getting depressed, you know, picking up a book that talks about God, the Bible, I don't know, anything. And just picking up randomly, pick up a chapter, something from AA literature maybe or OA, doesn't really, they all talk about God. And if you could just hook into like that, energy even for a moment in the morning first thing it really can give you a good dose of of uh, it can give you a good dose that there is hope and all, that's all I ever need because I, I was explaining to somebody last night I do my best but I'm a person who's in pain you know I, I am I don't want to say that I'm in miserable pain I know people worse but I am a very uncomfortable person at the times of day when I want to be comfortable, you know, I'm just uncomfortable and it's hard and there's, I don't know the answer, but I do know this. I know that I do have hope that there is an answer and I have hope that the pain and the discomfort will at some point either become commonplace for me where I don't notice it or it will become go away and I don't know the answer but I do know that when I concentrate on letting God deal with it um, 
I feel a lot better. And that really is my message for today. I, I had um, some other things to talk about, but I got completely and utterly and totally distracted in a positive way <laughs> by talking about God. Um, so I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to put this on pause. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to go do some things and come back and I'll have another topic in a little while. So that's topic one is, uh, you know, letting God help me with my mental health and depression. Well, here I am back again, everyone. And I remembered I just was going to go do something else. And I remembered the other topic I, well, a another topic I wanted to mention. And that is, um, you know, I'm living here in Orlando and I left California and I wanted to talk about like, I don't really know how to describe it. I guess voting with your feet is the current term. I used to say voting with your wallet. Um, but here's the thing. I was living in California and I, I can't really explain. I'm a very sensitive person. Okay. I'm an artist. I'm into theater. I'm into art. I'm into culture. Um, things like that. And I love music. I love live performances. Okay. And in San Diego, there is that. That's not what I'm talking about. But there was a, a very, I'm sensitive. That's what I was trying to, you know, there was, and I don't know why I feel it, but there was a very, I felt oppressed in San Diego. I can't really explain it a hundred percent, but I didn't feel like I could always say the things that I meant. I didn't feel open to be able to 100% express myself legitimately. I held back who I really was in order to not make friction. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. In the positions where I was. I don't know how to really describe it other than that. That's a little bit shallow of a description. It doesn't give the full sense of the feeling that I had of not being able to fully. Um, I just felt like if I said the thing that I really wanted to say that it would leave me alone. And what I found is that being alone is better than being with people and not being able to say the thing you really want to say. So ultimately it didn't be, it didn't really change the result. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're alone if you cannot be around people and say and be who you really are or you're alone with yourself being who you really are and not having other people around that can you know be give you the nasty looks or whatever and i'm not saying i'm afraid of people at all i'm just saying i don't really know how to describe it but in order to have a social life in san diego uh the predominating feeling was that I felt oppressed and that I couldn't 100% be myself. And I still feel that way here in Orlando because I don't know people that well. But my goal is to try to be as genuine and authentic as I can without, you know, being inappropriate in inappropriate situations. I mean, it's not appropriate for me to be about you know, my politics in every situation. It's not appropriate for me to be about my sex life in every situation. It's not appropriate. Every situation is not, you know, globally appropriate. 
And so I'm aware of that and I'm trying to learn how to deal with each situation and each relationship in an appropriate way. And it's not 100% easy because I've never really, it's a whole new thing here. And I've moved to other countries, other cities. I have the experience of immersing myself. And it, 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 the thing to remember is time. Time is really the thing. I always forget about the time component. In my first year in Italy, you know, I did not have immediate. It was quicker than it is here in Florida, but that's because I had a job. And you know what I mean? I, I went to school there immediately, was around people. And here it's a little slower because I haven't had that much exposure, as much exposure to people as I could have. And, or, well, actually I've had as much exposure as I can given the current environment. But what my main thought process was because I finally felt, and COVID really brought this to the surface, I finally felt I couldn't live in this way. People were completely phony with me, completely manipulative, and I had to get away. And I came to Florida and I bought real estate here. And lately I've been having some doubts. You know, I'm thinking, oh my God, did I do the right thing? Blah, blah, blah. And I want you to know that and this is because I want, if you're coming from another state to Florida and you're in doubt of if you think you should do this or not, first of all, if you're a Democrat, don't come. If you are a, a rhino Republican, don't come. If you're not a make America great Republican, America first Republican, if you're not an America first anything, don't come. We don't want you. But if you are a patriot and you are a freedom-loving American, we want you to come. We want you to come to Central Florida. We want you to bring your money and we want you to bring your job and we want you to bring your ability to contribute to the community and be a part of life. And Orlando is a wonderful place. I was surprised by it personally. I thought it was gonna just be hot and be like full of bugs. And just all that's here is Disneyland. But it's an interesting city because Orlando itself, downtown Orlando, it's not very big. It's kind of little. But then there's all the, okay, Orlando itself sits on like five different counties. Okay, so it's not even in like the middle of a county. It's like straddles all these other counties. And there's all these like satellite cities. So there's like Winter Garden, Winter Park, and and Apopka and Kissimmee and all these places that surround Orlando that are also cities and Orlando's just sort of this little pop in the middle and really all this stuff happens sort of all around and so there's not really a centralized you know it's not like Manhattan where there's like a centralized thing where everybody goes there's like there's a thing that happens here then there's a thing that happens over there and there's the this or that festival here or there and, you know, you really have to live here for, I'm, I've lived here almost a year and I still don't quite have a handle on where to be and when. But I'm getting, you know, giving myself time. And so I just wanted to let you know, today I was very nervous about the real estate market because I heard something about Orlando being a bust. And I looked this morning at some articles and I wanted you to know that the Orlando real estate boom is still booming and uh, if you're coming from a higher market like California or New York, you're going to find um, 
you're going to find it very encouraging here in buying property and you're going to find you know good investment properties and good living spaces at a very affordable prices and the quality of life here at least for me i mean there's a park on every corner there are gorgeous oak trees everywhere with lovely moss hanging off of them tree-lined streets it's very green and there's you know little villages all around so there's like winter park and there's you know all these other little villages everything is kind of homey and everything is sort of almost not really rural but very sort of suburban feeling even though for a big city and there's a lot of entertainment there's a whole entertainment district down on international drive there's huge hotels resorts disneyland um very nearby are beaches within an hour you could be at the beach and uh big huge mega cities within a few hours away and um the Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. I just, I, 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 I never had Florida, being from California myself, and having lived in some of the most exotic cities San Diego uh, Palm Springs uh, San Francisco Rome Italy having lived in these exotic sort of places I never really had Florida I don't even like you're probably laughing right now I never had Florida on my map as like an exotic place to live and yet all it is is gorgeous beach cities and tourist places and retirement it's <laughs> As far as exotic and glamorous places to live, I don't know why I didn't think of Florida first. But I never did. I never thought of Florida. And now I'm here in Florida. I can't believe that for all these years I have let Florida escape my radar. And so I'm finding it very pleasant. And from central Florida, I'm going everywhere in Florida. Yeah, I'm taking day trips. I'm going here and there. It can get anywhere in a day. And it's there's every city is different in its own way. And so... Uh, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, if you're Floridian and you're like, don't bring more people to Florida. Well, I mean, we're given Florida economic and political power by coming here. And if we go to the places that are already built uh, and continue to build within those parameters rather than urban sprawling into the farmlands, then we can preserve our um we can preserve our beautiful countryside and we can preserve our huge nature reserves and our beautiful parks and we can also have you know population growth and political and economic power if we are smart about bringing the right people into florida and so my opinion is if you are feeling oppressed in california and you can come here without bringing your nasty politics and you want to bring your money and invest in property and you know orlando i i just want to tell you it was not on my radar i got brought here by god and i've lived here for about a year now and i have um i have been pleasantly surprised by what i have experienced in florida and the people 
I have found the people here exceedingly friendly as well. And it's almost nerve-wracking. You know, I'm not used to it. In San Diego, you just don't. You walk down the street, you look down, you look aside, don't like, don't say hi. And and here, people like look at you in the eye and I'm thinking, oh my God, they're going to like punch me in the nose. No, they want to say hello to me. <laughs> they want to say hi. And so, um, I, and I found total strangers uh, you know, that I've barely known at work or whatever have called me up. Hey, how you doing? More than my own family and friends back home. So I just really wanted to, I've, this is a different sort of topic for my podcast. I've never really done like a real estate sort of thing before, but I just wanted to put it out there because I have had a very good experience. And I know that there are people that are in these very oppressive states that are going, what in the heck? And where do I go? And what do I do in Florida? Ew, really? Um, I, I didn't even know weather could be this beautiful. And I've lived in very exotic places. So, you know, put that on your radar. Do your research. Think twice. Think thrice. But um, take it from me. I, I'm a total. I'm just the reason I put this out there. I'm just a regular person. I am 100% just a regular person going through regular things that regular people go through. You know what I mean? Maybe some of my things are more kind of dramatic than others and maybe some are less. But everybody that I've ever met has gone through, you know, one of the things. I, I, uh, some people have had multiple surgeries. Some people have had drug addiction. Some people have had, I've had a lot of all the things. But... um what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? All right, I'm there. I'm going to end my podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.